Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hello and welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Get the Belt Podcast, home of melanin magnificence and kingdom of belts. And I'm the host, Miles Hart. And now, this is my very first, yeah, it's my very first, with a K at the end, episode back by myself. Yeah, so this is this is big things for me. This is real big things. Now, apologies, the episode this week is um a day late. But it is what it is. I love being my own boss. Look at me late. What repercussions? None. <laughs> well, I mean, it would have been nice to be out on time, but things was going in. Things needed to be taken care of. And here we are. And we're back in your ears. And you're going to get your life same way. So it's all good in the hood. Oh, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. But let's just get straight into it. By the way, before I get, let's, before I get into the episode, yeah. I would like to ask you guys now, click, wherever you listen to this, if you listen to this on Spotify, click share and share it to your Instagram stories, ho. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, click and share it to one of your brethren via iMessage or wherever the fuck you want to send it to. Let's start spreading the love and the positivity. Yeah, the positivity. We need to, we need to start uh, sharing that. And thank you to everyone that shares this, you know, without having to be asked or what whatnot like when i get little notifications about it's been shared etc it really does fill me with joy and you know it's just cute it's just nice real nice things in this world full of messed up side pieces trash niggas wayward governments racist white people wayward black people and just people that just aren't cute from within so do something nice yeah 
let's start off this episode straight away with word of the week. So my word of the week this week, and just to clarify, like I've said this to people before, is not the segment is called word of the week here, but it's not a literal word. Like it's not just like no, yes, up, down, happy, uh, testicle, belly, food, dick. Like it's not just a, a any word. It's like when you go church and you receive the word, and someone like speaks onto you, or or one of your friends gives you that good advice. You go, oh, that is a word, you know? That's a word, fam. Like, boy, you hear the advice or or or, or whatever it is you've been told, and you just think, rah. Nah, I need to change X, Y, and Z. And it just makes you think and makes you, it ignites the fire that burns inside you to, to you know, be motivated or to change something or to whoop someone's ass or to, to whoop your own ass or to just, to make a change and a positive one in your life, yeah? Okay. So my word of the week this week is don't get too haps. Don't get two haps like i'm saying this because i in the past and a little piece now if i'm being really honest with myself yeah <laughs> if i'm being really honest with myself when things start going good and i get gassed i can sometimes get so haps that i start moving a bit sideways you know it's like, let me give you a little example. Let's say you want to, I don't like to say the word budget. Yeah, I hate to say the word budget. So I like to say financial plan. I believe in the law of attraction. The word budget makes me feel physically sick. Physically, physically, physically sick budget. It just sounds, it gives job center. It gives, you know, reduced aisle. It gives TK Maxx. And all of the above. Not that there's anything wrong with those things. I've done all the above by job seekers allowance, actually. But I did have in my early days when I first moved to London. Not me doing up story time in word of the week, honey. But when I did move to London, uh, and I was supporting my one self because of whatever situation I was in, um, <laughs> I was on income support. So same thing. So technically. If you really want to deep it, I've done all of the above. So there ain't no shade in the game. However, some growth, you know, and I want to do things differently. Um, so let's say you've been on this financial plan, a.k.a. the B word. For the last, I don't know, a couple months, couple years, whatever, you're used to having this much money coming in. So you only spend this much a month and, you know, every now and then you treat yourself cool. Now, all of a sudden, you've got an extra, I don't know, two grand coming in a month. You get haps. You get haps. I feel like you know where I'm going with this. All of a sudden, that one financial plan you had couldn't go out the window if you're, if you're not careful. Now, I'm not saying you can't like, can enjoy the feeling of having this extra, you know, money. And do something with it. Do something with it. But we don't want to now start moving mad to the point where you like that you're not really profiting from that increase. Now, this can 
apply to many different things. Like, I don't know, you wanted a a fucking um uh when was it when you get upgraded at work? Ah, a new role. You get promoted. There you go. I'm not used to the corporate world, so I don't, my industry there's no promotions. There's just a better gig and a better coin. Yes, God. Let's say you get promoted at work, yeah. Let's now not start moving mad because we've got a little piece of power and start doing things that aren't that ethically, ethnically, lies, ethically correct. Like just because you've now got more power and you're getting a little bit bit more P or you've got more responsibility and you've got more saying X, Y and Z. Let's maintain what got you there in the first place. Hey, that's a word in itself. Let's maintain what got you there in the first place and 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 the decorum and the way you were moving whilst on your way there. Another example, let's say, okay, right, let's bring it to my vapes. I used to smoke. I don't smoke no more, thank God. But these vapes is killing me, girl. I'd be smoking these vapes daily, daily. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I be smoking them. Let's say now, yeah, you've been having this one vape. You have one vape a week. That's you. All of a sudden, is buy one, get one free. Hallelujah. Let's get happy. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate good times. Come on. Yeah. Let's not, not start doing what I've been doing. And doing up puff, puff, wake up, puff. You wake up, puff, post up, puff, run around and you puff. Let's no, because all of a sudden you're probably going to be depleted, and because you've been moving mad and and because you've got this extra one, you're doing more, 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 more. Now halfway through the week, you've run out because you've been moving mad. Bringing it back to the word of the week, don't get too haps. Don't get too haps. I want you to continue focusing on what you on, on the goals that you guys want to achieve on what you want to achieve personally within yourself for someone else if there are things that you're manifesting and you find in this especially as the years coming out I can see uh, people on my timeline and friends are like really chasing the goals that they've been working hard for all year as we're approaching December and these things hopefully start to fall into place don't get too haps I'm not saying to go up, go and do up Justin Timberlake and Cry Rivers and, or just not acknowledge it. Acknowledge it and enjoy it, small, small. But don't move mad. Don't get too haps and start, you know, uh, I guess just not feeling settled, but just doing the most there because there's always more to come and you're going to want to do something else. And you've got to have that mindset that got you to step one, in order to get you to now step two in the next chapter. So that's my word of the week. I've definitely, I'm saying this off of experience. I've, um, over the last few weeks, things are really starting to settle into place and things that I've manifested over the years of like starting to really come together. And I've noticed sometimes I've been, I've been doing the most. I've got two hats and I'm doing too much of one and I'm forgetting all the other things and not looking really at longevity I'm just like oh my god oh my god like let's just go ham let's just go you know fucking balls deep but not everyday balls deep sometimes slow strokes yeah there's no everyday fast fast sometimes slow slow you know mix it up a little bit so take this word of the week as you guys wish 
But yeah, just don't get too haps. Oh, so that's my word of the week done. Not me always doing up story time and doing metaphors, but you know me and people that know me know me know I love a metaphor. And when the metaphor bangs, it really does bang. I feel like that's one of my talents low key. I feel like that is like where my creativity really gets to to be unleashed. I really get to go into the depothesa of my um, metaphors and just really just use my talent. I might write a book of metaphors one day. But let me finish off the shit that I'm writing that well, that I'm meant to be writing. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm doing up tangent again. Let's talk about my week. <clears throat> Sorry. This this change in weather, all of a sudden it went cold. For like the last couple of weeks, I was like, "Raw, is it really November? Like I'm out here in a vest, I'm in a t-shirt. And then England really said, yeah, this is England and reminded us where the blood clot we are. And it shit started to get cold. And where was my jacket? At home, like an idiot. And now my voice is doing up Higgy Hagger and doing up Cookie Monster because I wanted to be out here moving like it was March, honey. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But yeah, my week has been good. Um, I'm recording this now on Wednesday night. It's been good. I've had a few good... Um, Oh my god, yeah. I went to the I went to the Gay Times Honors Awards 2022. That was a whole moment. How well, how could I forget that? So yeah, I would like to really shout out to the Gay Times, especially the CEO Tag Warner. Thank you so much. I was just minding my own mixed race business, you know, just trying to just trying to live my life, honey. And then zoop in my email. I see invitation to the Gay Times Honours. I, I said, me? Miles Hart? Of course, it's about goddamn time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but secretly, I'm not. I'm really actually not joking. I've been on, these, on this podcast for a few years now. I've been putting on events and been doing the things. Um, but I, nonetheless, I felt very, very honoured and overwhelmed uh, to, you know, finally be in... Um, places where I can meet like-minded people. I've been invited to somewhere that, you know, not only uh, is for and represents my community, the alphabet zoo girl, because there's too many letters and too many plus and minuses signs is giving me maths, A-levels, and I ain't got time for that. Um, but inclusivity, inclu in wow, inclusivity, inclusivity and acknowledging everyone, I just like to say alphabet zoo, all the letters, all the numbers, whatever. And we, we are zoo, we all tall, short, fat, skinny, in between, all of the shapes under the sun. I just, everyone is included in that way. Um, yeah, to, to, to be in a space that is for us, represents us, ensures that the, you know, voices um, are heard, often silenced silenced voices um and they it was just a, a a cute night so to be you know shortlisted as vip guest honey i was just it was it was an honor it really 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 was um and you know me and my anxiety when there's like a whole leap of people especially like industry people no shade i can be on edge because as much as i value the people doing bits a lot of these motherfuckers can be fake not me seeing someone post a video the other day doing up tears and cry cry and oh my god I've come so far I'm proud of myself because I've been you know 
I ain't touched this drug and that drug and X, Y, Z weeks or months or whatever it was when when I saw them the other week and I said, how was this holiday? They were like, yeah, I was off my face. You know, that kind of shit, that kind of shit makes me just a bit hesitant to be a room full of actors and activists. They, some of them are the same thing. But anyway, let me not be throwing shade, honey, but let me keep it real. My anxiety ar around people that I'm not too close to that, you know, are industry girls and boys and and non-binds, I can just be a little bit sceptical because I know there can be some scandalous things happening. Uh, so I do struggle sometimes if, if I'm not there with like a close, close friend or someone. But, you know, I have to put on my my big girl thongs and uh, <laughs> and manoeuvre in the spaces. And I managed to speak to like three people that I wasn't aware of or like I didn't know previously, which for me was an achievement. Um... But it was super dope to see like so many familiar faces of people that I do know. And what really stood out to me is when I walked into the like main event at the ceremony, um, I saw so many people that I see um, like not on a day to day, but like so many people that I know from the community, not because they're famous or because they've got a billion TikTok views or none of that shit, but just people that have been out here like Donny Sunshine, for example, queer black DJ. I know him because he's been out here in these gay streets, in these black streets, spinning the decks, playing my fave Beyonce songs and medleys, having me wind up my waist, burning thousands of calories over the last couple years, yeah. And he's there too. I'm thinking, yes, like people that often go un, you know, unnoticed are being put into the space that they deserve to be in. And again, for the right reasons. Um, yeah, so it was really nice to see f familiar faces there. It really made me feel like thought had gone into this. Um, so I appreciated that. And I really do appreciate my invite. I would like to also thank uh, ASOS for styling your boy. I don't know if you saw that, <clears throat> that little reel that I posted in a couple pictures. But I had on this black suit, um, which fit gorgeously uh with like this fur details on the sleeves from the shoulder down and around the cuffs of the trousers and then these um little cuban boots like patent red leather ones stunning i can't i couldn't properly stand in them like i felt like i was leaning over the edge of a cliff but um i'm not used to heels like that but i felt I felt cute, man. I really did. So, yeah, I want to shout out to ASOS because I asked um, a homeboy of uh, mine, uh, stylish Jamie, to Jamie uh, McFarlane, to either style me. He couldn't because he was styling all the celebs because he's booked and blessed like that girl. Get your money. Get your paper. Go and follow him, by the way. Um, he was like, okay, Give me one second. I can't do it. But holler this person, that person, this person. We love a we love a man that is not working from a place of lack. Yeah, we love a man that's not working from a place of scarcity. It's it's giving abundance. It's giving it's giving just nice things in general. So shout out to you, Jamie. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, he sent me a couple contacts. I got in. I emailed them. And yeah, I, I was surprised to hear back from both. So I was really happy about that. And they were both very, very happy uh, to um, dress myself 
Um, yeah, I also messaged Boohoo and they were like more than happy to as well. Um, but that that parcel didn't arrive on time, which was a real shame because the looks that they were giving me were really like quite mask. Um, but the details on them are quite femme. And like I said before, it's not just fast, fast. It's not just slow, slow. And it's not always mandem, mandem. Sometimes it's give puss, you know. Sometimes it's serve a fresh, moist, wet cunt. And um, I feel like the Boohoo stuff was like a real nice medley of the two. But ah, they used, I think it was every, of course. Um, and yeah, it didn't come in time, which is a real shame. But ASOS sent me a few things that uh, we requested. And I ended up going with that look. I felt cute. I felt nice. Um, so yeah, a big thank you to the people at ASOS that... Uh, supported how I wanted to look and sent me over the clothes. That was really cute. I ain't never been styled and dressed in that way before. So I felt like a real, I felt like a real bad bee, honey. I felt like a real bad man. Um, but yeah, evening was good. I felt cute. I saw people, I drank for free and uh, saw many people get presented with honors. Many people that I didn't know. And I'm glad I've been put on to, um, yeah, it was just a cute time. It was a really, really, really cute time. Um, I also reached out to another brand. You know, I love a little... I love a brand, me. Um, and this one was just me off my own back. That's a light. Okay, so the brand is uh, Diesel. I really like what they're doing. I really, really do. I'm really doing up story time, but oh well, it's my podcast. <laughs> um... I reached out to Diesel. I went into the store. I've got a really good friend that works in one of the stores. Yasmin, she's a baby girl. I love her so much. So pretty. And her and her girlfriend looked so good at the Gay Times Honours Award. Oh, beautiful, beautiful people. Um, Yeah, so she was like, oh, yeah, you should email. Da, da, da. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then she sent me a little email of the press person there, whatever. And I was, she was like, they probably might not reach out, but you never know, like, I'll I'll email them too, but they do get inundated with emails, etc., etc. I said, okay, let me, I'll just try my luck. And they did get back, and they said, yes, we'd love to work with you, but we just can't for this event, because it was only, like, two days away. Um, and, yeah, we're going to meet soon um, to discuss future things, because next year's looking really, really busy. Um, I mean, when is it not? But um, if things pan out the way I intend for them to then it's going to be hella exciting. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that conversation. But I was just gassed like that these big companies, especially Diesel, was just like, yeah, girl, when? I said, rah. Ugh, it's been a real 360 when I really deep, like where I was a few months ago, like in the first episode back with my best friend James talking about, you know, I didn't want to be here and things were just shit. To really look at where I am now, and how I'm feeling now and the things that have come into my life, I'm just blown away. And it really is a testimony to like how God really never takes his eye off of you. And, you know, I needed to go through that bad time to really appreciate all these good things that happened to me now. Hmm. Um, yes, so that's happening. That happened. Um, that's about it, really. Yeah. Otherwise, I've just been here doing these shows in the West End, um, working uh, one of my other jobs, 
the PTing, all of those things, all of those things. It's just been, yeah, it's been a busy, it's been a busy week, but it's been fun. And yeah, I'm really excited to, to see what next week has in store. But um, yeah, that's my week. Uh, let's get into Melanin Magnificence. So my Melanin Magnificence this week goes to the Megan the Stallion. Now, uh, for those of you that have listened to the podcast for a while, you know I normally, I try and stay away from celebrities uh, just because they are all on our news feeds as it is. And the whole purpose of this segment is, you know, to shine a light on uh, people with lovely brown skin uh, who aren't famous, who don't have that same level of visibility. Uh, so don't get the flowers that they often so deserve and go without. However, Megan The Stallion became the first black woman on the Forbes 30 Under 30 cover. Uh, now, this is from Black Voices. So since releasing her first single in 2016, Megan The Stallion has won a Grammy for Best New Artist, delivered the first female rap collaboration uh, to debut at the top uh, Billboard Hot 100 and became a household name. Now she's the first black woman to be featured on the cover of Forbes 30 Under 30 issue. Um, Megan Thee Stallion went on to say, I can't slow down right now. The 27-year-old Houston native told Forbes, I'll take a break when I'm dead. That is so me. I need to find out what star sign she is. But also that will have you doing up depression and exhaustion but let me continue with what Megan Megan the Stallion said I'm trying to really build something when I started sitting when I start sitting I feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm giving somebody else the opportunity to pass me the business publication estimated Megan whose WAP um smash hit with Cardi B had the biggest debut streaming week in history according to Billboard and earned 13 million dollars in 2022 from ticket sales royalties merchandise and endorsements for megan the forbes cover is just as big um she went on to say you know how great this is for her but i really want to just take in the the um re the relevance of this right now especially coming to the end of 2022 and what i had to say of that on not last week's episode the week before regarding you know britain not necessarily doing a lot for black history month we still have so much happening now that could be celebrated and amplified way much more in the advancement of you know us as as black people of all shades be it from america england africa wherever um there's so much happening and there's so much that we can do as individuals. It's not just the celebrities, which is why I wanted to say that at the beginning of this. We are doing and in such a you know spiritual place right now where I feel like we can do so much. Even little old me coming back with this show, with this podcast and, you know, within the first couple of weeks getting Ty Hunter on, like a whole Beyonce, Giselle Knowles, Carter's stylist and then being invited to the Gay Times and all of like so much can happen for us and... Look at where Megan is, first black woman on the cover of the 30 under 30 Forbes. And she, obviously she's a celebrity now, but she was just originally a girl from Houston, Texas. A thick girl, a tall girl, you know, not necessarily your skinny, skinny, light-skinned girl. She's a dark-skinned, big girl, and she's out here making moves. 
Oh, it's, it's, it's exciting. And, you know, I want to crown her with that because she has put in the work and to make such a, to make history with Grace in the cover of for, um, the Forbes 30 Under 30, I think should really serve um, as something that we can all look to for inspiration and mo motivation to continue doing whatever it is that we want to do. Um, so, yeah, my melanin magnificence goes to you. Megan the Stallion. Ah. So it's now time for Miles Measures, the part of the show where I talk about all things pop culture and shenanigans that I've seen on my timeline or heard about this week. Um, one of the things that I want to share, actually, which is is close to me, is to do with sexual health. Now, here in the UK, it is Prep Awareness Week. That was from the 28th of November until 4th of December. Now, um, prep, I always get so shocked at the amount of people, especially straight people that don't know what prep is. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know what it stands for. However, I know prep spelt P-R-E-P is a tablet which you can get and you can take it either every single day or event-based to prevent you from contracting HIV. Now, this is for everyone, like, well, almost everyone, but men and women can take it um, in those two ways. Have unprotected sex. Well, technically you protect it because you took the, 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 the tablet, but you can stick your penis or get stuck by a penis or, you know, lips to lips, cheek to cheek without a condom or a, a whatnot and fully go at it, enjoy, get your life, make love, have passionate love making session or wherever, have someone nut in your throat and you can be HIV free. And, and that person could have had full, full blown, full blown, been positive, positive. And you can do the things. And if you took, take this, sorry, you're good to go. That you fine. You ain't, you're not contracting it. And I think that's amazing. The fact that not everyone is aware that this even exists is shocking because, you know, there was a time and there was a period where people was dying. Like, niggas was really out here dying on a daily basis from this uh, once deadly disease. And now, like, we've come so far to the point where you can just pop up a pill like paracetamol and not get this disease. I think it's mind-blowing. I think it's amazing um so yeah if you is you know out in these streets girl getting your freak on like missy elliott and you don't and you want to be protected against hiv because you know condoms be splitting girl i've told you guys on this show i've had sex i've you know i can't remember where i busted yeah i busted open and i had a condom on that piece i had a condom on and my i still got chlamydia babes I was hurt. I was hurt. And I know many women out there or people that identify as, uh, you know, as women who have been having protected sex with they with they love one or with with whoever. Some of them even been on the pill. And then they barely starts getting rounder and it's not because of the pounded yam. And the contraceptions wasn't working. So if there's more that you can do to protect yourself, please, oh, 
I really urge everyone, and it's not just for the, the alphabet zoo, this is for straight motherfuckers too, because let's not get it twisted, this is not just a thing that gay or trans or lesbians, bisexuals, and all the sexuals get. This is a, this is a disease that straight people can die from too. If it goes undetected and if it goes untreated. So why not just go to your local sex place? Because here in the UK, we thank God it's actually free on the NHS. Handa Bibiashata. Um, so go and um yeah, go and if this is what if if you feel like you could do with some more protection, I definitely urge anyone listening to this to go and even inquire um about, you know, g- g- taking prep. Um so that's my little good deed done. I wanted to, you know, quickly just discuss that. Um, the Sugar Babes uh, an- announced a one-night-only show at London's O2 Arena. Now, it's the Sugar Babes original. Yeah, the original girls, the original Sugar Babes. I'm so excited about this. I'm going to go. I don't know whether the tickets are on sale yet, but, like, I was born in 91, guys. And I used to really like with the, the Sugar Babes. And I didn't really deep it at the time, how much I was into it. Like, hell, sometimes when watching a little MTV, I might have even turned it over. But it wasn't until later on in my life where songs would come on. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this song. And it's taking me right back. And I'm like, nah, this is actually a, a vibe. And all in now, I'm realizing I know all the words. And I didn't even deep how much back then I enjoyed the Sugar Babes. Um, so yeah, if you're in London, I definitely go and think, go and support these girls. Cause I know they went through some, I know these girls went through some trials and tribulations. They're pretty much our version of Destiny's Child, honey, with the group members changing. They had to fight for their name. I think they manage all the label, like bought the name so they couldn't use the name and all. there was all these different arguments and shenanigans going on, but they, they're back. The original three. They've got their name back and they do an, a concert. And I'm going to be there. I'm going to have to holler James and a couple of my other brethren. Maybe my cousin. I feel like Carissa might like this. But um, yes, I'm excited to see them back together with their name. I think that is really sweet. It's a real nice, it's a real nice thing. Um, so earlier this week, uh, Will Smith, who's been doing press, um, I think he's in a new film. I can't remember what film it is. Um, it's oh, that's it. The Emancipation. Um, he's doing a whole press tour for this new film um, that he's starring in. Um, and you know, a lot of the people are asking him. You know, uh, do you think people are ready for you to be on the big screen after that infamous? slap that you gave to Chris Rock at the I think it was the Oscars um I don't even remember how long ago it was but it feels like the other day but it's been a minute since the Oscars um and he respectfully said you know if someone is not ready I would absolutely respect that am I ready I think if I'm being really honest I don't condone violence asterisk um, no, I don't. Con- I don't actually con- condone violence. If I'm being honest, like that does not necessarily mean I wouldn't put hands on someone because I would. Omar, I'm not perfect, but I don't necessarily condone it. And I would like if someone tried a ting 
like really tried it. Like I'm not just gonna grip up anyone just because I got annoyed. Like if someone really tried me or someone that I care about, I will definitely go for their throat and not condone myself or condone myself after, but I will still do it. And I'll know that whilst I'm beating them or doing whatever I'm doing, I'm sinning and it's not good. But am I perfect? No. Um, but I do believe that everyone deserves a second chance. Um, I don't really, I don't know Will Smith like that. I do feel like he's quite, you know, a, a woke person. I do feel like he's quite switched on. And, you know, since then I've heard him say he wasn't in the right frame of mind and all of these things. And like literally going off of what I just said, like if someone disrespected my wife like that or my husband... I wanted to put their name in their mouth on a public space. I might just end up with my foot in someone's throat too. Like, I'm, I might. I don't know. But I'm a Scorpio. And I'm sensitive about my loved ones. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he did his, he said his sorries. He went quiet for a bit. And like, the niggas got to pay bills, bruv. So he's out here promoting this film. I think I am ready. To see him on the screen again. In all honesty, yes. I'm not, like, I wouldn't have even, I would not have even, like, double thought. Like, if this movie just came on and I saw Will Smith, I wouldn't have even been like, oh, no, but he slapped someone. Which is interesting. Um, it's only now that I'm seeing, you know, these people ask him about that and remind it and bring it back up. Which, when I really deep it, like, if I'm looking at all of these interviews... The majority of them are white people asking him. That's interesting. But yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought about it. I would have just been, oh, cool. Will Smith's doing another film. Hmm. But yeah, I feel ready to see him. Apparently, it's meant to be really dope. I'm going to go and see it. Um. So more news for the UK. So 100 UK companies have signed up for a four-day work week with no pay decrease. Now, I've never, right, I've always been in like full time work, but I'm obviously I'm a performer, presenter, PT, blah, blah, blah. All of my work is not really, it's not nine till five, like, and I've never really done a full time nine till five ever. I tried a little bit in the pandemic to do up the fucking Sainsbury's job. I don't know if I'm, I recorded then. I think I did for a little bit. Um, yeah, and that wasn't even nine till five. That was at four or five hours. So I've never done a nine to five, but to do a nine to five, five days a week. If I compare it to like me in the West End doing six days a week um, with eight shows a week. Yes, then it's not nine to five, like eight hour days is uh, I get to the theater from six. So I'm done at 10. So it's four hours again, but it's still six days a week with one day to rest. I feel like even though I've got my days, quote unquote, free, I'm busy with the podcast and other things that I'm doing so I think we deserve in the theatre industry a five day week instead of six so for you man dem that do nine till fives especially after the pandemic I feel like it made us all realise how much we need you know not just time to like recover and get ready to survive or get ready to work we also need a day where we can just live and be alive and have that feeling of enjoying being alive and not just trying to get through it. Um, so I'm all here for this. I hope the fucking West End take a leaf out of these 
these people's books and give us a six or five day week with no pay decrease. That would be absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, Kanye West uh, is giving Beyonce deja vu, honey. So Kanye West has announced uh, to the world his 2024 US presidential bid. His old best friend, Donald Trump, for once, he was once doing up coonery for wearing up MAGA hats and taking pictures with this orange buffoon. T Donald Trump has even seen how crazy this man is and tweeted like, that's not like, sit down, Kanye. And for me to be like referencing Trump as someone talking sense just goes to show how wild this is. I don't even feel like there's a need to go into this. We've all seen Kanye West and how he's been acting over the last few weeks, the last few years. Let's talk about that, the last few years. He needs to not be running for no kind of nothing but running to a therapist. That's the only thing he needs to be running for. A therapist, a counsellor, not no kind of presidency. Don't be running for no gal. Don't be running for no to no studio booth to 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 make no more music. Don't be running to no podcast because you already said some crazy shit on these podcasts con comparing himself to um uh George Floyd, saying he feels like he's got a foot on his neck when he ain't never had no foot on his neck. Babes, babes, Kanye, babes, run to therapy. Don't run for presidency. That's just wild. Um, Chris Brown has announced the Under the Influence tour. Uh, that will be indeed coming to the UK. Um, I think he did his first UK appearance in years. Uh, he wasn't allowed to come here and perform here for his um, conviction for the assault against Rihanna. We spoke about this briefly last week with Ty. Um because he had his performance cancelled at the AMAs, I think it was. Uh, and he's going to be allowed to come over here and perform his tour. In hindsight of what I said last week regarding Chris and kind of what I said uh, just a minute ago about our, not our, ooh, not our Kelly girl. That's absolute no-no. Um, Will Smith. Like, I feel like it's time... And I'm very much ready to see Chris Brown in concert. Like, Rihanna's got over over it, to our knowledge, anyway. We've seen them pap together. They've even gone on to make music and do business together. So I don't... I personally feel absolutely fine to um go to one of his concerts. I think he's extremely talented. I think he's a great performer. He's also cute. He's served his um, prison sentence and then did up the community service... I'm here for it. What's the what's the fucking thing called? The under the influence tour. Oof. I guess that means I gotta take my tequila with me. Woyoy. I do love seeing concerts drunk, I can't lie. I really do like being on a wave at a concert. It just takes away my inhibitions. I can just sing along to my with my chest. <laughs> Um, can I be bothered to speak about that? Oh, tonight, as I'm recording this, um, they they'll probably be wrapping up the um Mobo Awards, but I've not had a chance to watch that yet because I was on stage. So I'll give that a watch this week and chat about that next week. Um, so this week, um, was it an actor by the name of Kit Connor? He was. 
one of the stars in the Netflix series Heartstopper. Uh, he played, I think, the the by he played the by one. Um, that was really cute. I think I sp did. I speak about it. I think I no. I don't think no. I didn't speak about it on the podcast. I wasn't recording. Then I just put it on my Instagram story. I'm just obsessed with it. Like it's it's lovey dovey. It's a bit of me. It you know feeds into my my romantic side and just I just I just loved it. It was so cute and full of innocence and just pure love and just oh, just beauty and I, it was just cute he uh has been on press i don't know whether it's for the season two of heartstopper or whatnot um but i'm reading this from attitude mag uh where he spoke out about bisexuality and its visibility um I, i'm quoting him now he said the bisexual community is a community that has that has really a shot can I read? The bisexual community is a community that has really a shocking low representation, especially male bisexual characters. Now, I really believe this. I feel like in mainstream media and like entertainment, we often see bisexual girls. Like we see the girls, like the actual girls, girls on screen kissing up men and then going kissing up girls. And it's like, it's normalized, I think, at this point. Like, it's it's not a thing. I feel like we rarely, rarely see bisexual men. And, like, to push this even further, when we do, they're definitely always white. When, you know, the rare times that we do see them on screen. Um, and I think that the bisexual community actually gets a lot of stick from both members of the LGBTQ the the whole al alphabet zoo and straight people like that term greedy or like indecisive and you know if it's not about being greedy or indecisive again if it's to a man or someone that identifies as a male bisexual it's often are oh, they're not really bi they just gay but just saying they bi because actually no some people actually just like dick and vagina at the same damn time bitch yeah and it really doesn't matter you know how frequently a bi man might suck dick in comparison to to puss if a man like and i'm speaking and i'm speaking for myself yeah because i identify uh, as bisexual and you know even me i've had my own little battle with this because i've had that that narrative put on me from not just seeing people speak about it but i've actually had it said to me before where they're like oh now you're not bi you're just gay you're just gay it's just it's a, a phase or whatever or that wasn't real and i'm like actually no like i dated girls before my long-term ex-girlfriend i've never felt the, the need to to lie and i'm very blessed you know to be raised in a christian black family to not feel the need to put up a front like I enjoyed eating vagina. And even then when I like when I moved to London and I heard the term bowcat and everyone was saying no, I I could have if I really wanted to do up acting for free and not actually be, you know, into girls, I could have just gone along with 
all of the other mandem and been like, yeah, nah, I, I like girls, but I'm not eating no pussy. No, I really fucking enjoyed it. I enjoyed what my tongue did in between those lips, honey. It, it felt good. I liked it. And I really enjoyed squeezing the breast and licking on the nipple too. I really did. I really did. But guess what? I also love getting my dick sucked by a nice, good-looking man. I can fall in love with a man. I've been in love with a girl. And I know that I can love a man. I, I very much know that. <laughs> I know that. So I completely agree with what... Um, what's his actor's name again? Kit. I completely agree with what Kit is saying. I don't feel like we get bisexual men representation enough in films, in in social media. Hell, even in, I feel like we need it in little kiddie programs. We need to have some bisexual men's in there because you start learning these things from young. And I know people are going to say, oh no, like they're too young. They're too young for that kind of shit. Bitch, if they too young, then don't give them Prince Charming and Princess whatever she name is. Because if they're too young for straight relationships, then they are also too young for bisexual relationships and gay relationships and lesbian relationships. They ain't ready for relationships, period. Okay? We need, you know, kids to be seeing bisexual people so that they don't grow up like some of you wayward motherfuckers that want to tell me, nah, I'm not bi, I, I, I'm just gay. Or, nah, you're not bisexual, you just greedy, like, you can't make up your mind. No, absolutely not. We need representation. We need, we really need more black bisexual men out here in these cartoons, in these films and on social media being represented in a good light without the narrative of people saying what I said prior uh, regarding the narrative of a, a bisexual man. We need positive representation of bisexual men and we need more of it. There's just not enough. I'm trying to think of one bisexual person. The only thing, person I can think of right now is this guy, Kit, who played the bisexual guy in, in uh, Heartstopper. Otherwise, if I really think, I, I can't think of a bisexual man. Off the top of my head, in this here recording session at half past 12 with my tired ass self, <laughs> I can't think of one. That being said, if there are any casting directors listening to this, cast me, I will be... That representation of a bisexual man, please. I'm ready for it. And I feel like the world needs it. I feel like, I feel like this, ooh, not the sugar babes, girl. I feel like that, that man really, that white man really spoke the truth when he was saying that. So I'm getting caught up reading the next bit of news. This is what I'm going to do now for Miles Measures. Um, so this singer, I don't even know who this singer is. And it kind of bleeds into, you know, the... The um, bisexual uh, theme right now. Um, so there's this singer, and I'm getting this from Pink News. So this singer by the name of Omar Apollo, um, who had apparently been, he had been being slammed by his followers and other critics saying that he's queer baiting, uh, making money off of, you know, appearing to be queer or appearing to be gay, to which with his full chest, he... Uh, quoted someone uh who had tweeted um is omar apollo another queer baiting singer like those type i don't label myself let me wear a crop top and paint my nails and say i find another guy hot 
because I like his song, but I don't like supporting straight men doing queer baiting. And I vouch for that, girl. I really vouch for that. I don't vouch for the... I don't, I don't like to support the, the singers, the male singers that be queer baiting. And some of you, your favorite models, yeah? Models and your influencers. Yeah. Some of your favorite light-skinned... Light-skinned British queer baiting ass niggas that be out here with day crop tops and they skirts and they nails done and they makeup giving queer baiting but probably homophobic and will call your ass a faggot before you fucking got time to blink twice yeah anyway this isn't get the belt this is Mars measure so let me stop cussing anyway he requoted that tweet and said no I be sucking dick for real I said wow I said wow I don't even know who this Omar Apollo is, but but I'm about to go and stream a couple songs still because that is energy, bitch. That is energy. So obviously he ain't say that he he gay. He ain't say he's straight. People are claiming that he's queer baiting, so I can only assume that means people thought or think he's straight. But he very much came to Twitter and said, you know, direct at. 11.59 p.m. on the 28th of November 2022 from Manhattan, New York, from his iPhone and said, no, I be sucking dick for real. I respect that motherfucker. Oh, this tea. I respect that motherfucker still. I respect that motherfucker. Yes, Omar. Yes, Omar Apollo. Because Harry Styles would never... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Anyway, it is now time for some questions. Question. I went on Instagram live uh, during the recording of this and got some questions from the people that came into the live. So here they are. 
So I'm currently live on my Instagram taking some questions from the listeners. Um, hello, West End Frame. If you want to ask a question, please feel free. Um, I'm recording now. I'm going to edit this. But if you don't want to be acknowledged and you want it to be fucking, what's the word? Anonymous. Shout out to Amarian. I want to know. I want to know your name. Is that Amarian? I can't remember. Anyway, it was a tune. It doesn't have to be. Um, it, it, uh, there's a question here about dating. It doesn't have to be in that line. Obviously, West End Frame. I know you about the industry, girl. You use about the West End. It can be something to do with that. It can literally be anything. But I've got a question here. I'm just going to say it's anonymous, even though they've not said. And it said, when did you realize you were ready to start dating? You know, this is a really, this is a really interesting one. Um, I was in a long-term relationship with a beautiful girl by the name of Lara. I'm not going to say her second name, just in case, you know, for data protection. Um, and we were together for like just under eight years. Uh, loved her so much, but wasn't, it, we, we fell out of love and we grew apart. Uh, so I had to end that. And if I'm being honest, like, I would have thought as a man that when I became single, I would just want to hoe about. Because I'm I'm a Scorpio, so I, I was loyal as fuck. Like, even when I was on tour, cruise ship, whatever, I was loyal. I, I'm not one to cheat. Like, I'm big on honesty. I'm so big on honesty to the point where my nan on her dying bed said, Miles, it's not every day, be honest. Sometimes just... Sometimes just keep it in there. But um, that's not me. And so, like, I remember one time uh, there was this girl in River Island that I used to work with. And I started to fancy her. And I went to my girlfriend. I was like, babe, you know, this is girl in River Island. I kind of like her. I'm a bit worried about that because... I shouldn't be like, yeah, I can find other people attractive, but I'm like enjoying the energy that we've got. And I think that's something that you should know. Now, the majority of my friends would have said that's not that you didn't need to do that. You could have just kept it moving. But that's me. Um, and I say that because I spent that seven and a bit years with the same puss, with the same girl. I didn't venture out. So you would think I would want to go on and just hoe about. Now, don't get it twisted. When the, when, the, when the floodgates opened for the streets, I was running through them streets like Hussein Bolt, okay? I was definitely running through them. However, I didn't go into the, into the you know, single world um, with the, oh, I'm not ready to date yet. I've just come out of a... A relationship, rare tear tear. I've always been one for monogamy, for for meaningful connections, and so like my mindset was like, yeah, if, if I I would have I would I was always ready to date. Like as soon as I came out of that relationship, and I was very much ready for you know, let's go, let's have dinner and do whatever. Like that's the kind of interactions I like. Also, I had been in a straight relationship for seven and a bit years. So I didn't know about the gay community here in London or around the world, if I'm really being honest. Uh, so I didn't know about Grindr. I remember my, one of my good friends, Janae, actually, um, when we went on a little holiday to somewhere in Spain. She was the one that told me what Grindr was and, make, and got me to download it. 
and I had my first experience over there. But again, that was really, it was really uncomfortable, that first experience that I had. Don't get it twisted, I busted up, but it was not, it wasn't something that I was necessarily eager to do or something that felt, you know, um, natural. Um, but yeah, I've always really been, to answer your story, I've always kind of been ready to date. That's how I like, that's an environment that I like. It's, I like that one-on-one -on -one time and I enjoy dating. I enjoy getting to know someone. I enjoy the the cuteness of it. Like I'm a cute, I'm a cutie at heart. Don't get it twisted. If there's a surprise at the end, hell, even if there's not a surprise at the end that we both know is coming, I would have preferred to have had, you know, a special situation uh, leading up to that. So at least there's a build up. So to answer your question, I have always been ready to date. Because, yeah. Do you have any plans to pursue film and TV? Hmm. I do. I do. So uh, I don't think I said this on the podcast, but I've been with my agent who's uh, really been amazing in uh, theater and live performance um, since I graduated Erdang. And we've built a not only a really good working relationship, but a really good friendship as well. I've had my agent running in the wet streets of London in six inch heels in her cute, cute dress on the way to disciplinary disciplinary meetings for me. Um, but uh, yeah, we've built such a good relationship and such a good trusting uh, rapport. Um, but it, it, it got to the point where I was like, you know, I've done live performance now, uh, including West End and touring uh, cruise ships for six or seven, no, seven years now. And, you know, it, the pandemic has taught me that's not just it. And that as, as much as I love it, I also love my evenings. I love my weekends. And earlier on in this podcast, you've not been here for it now. But um, earlier on when I was recording, I spoke about the fact that, you know, I need more than just one day off. Like in the West End, we do six days a week, eight shows. And on my day off, which is a Sunday, I'm torn between do I wash my ass, wash my bed sheets and meal prep and recover or do I, on this one day off, go and see someone? Do I go and see family? Do I travel to go and see a friend? Do I go on a date? Do I, you know, do I have fun? Do I go to Paris for the day? It's 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 hard. And so with theatre, you're, you're extremely limited, unfortunately. Um, whereas with TV and film, you might be on a mad schedule for two, three months, but the money you get is the same amount sometimes, and sometimes more, as a whole year in a West End show. Um, except for you probably, I think you do get like two days off. And if not, you're working solidly for a few months. But once you wrap, you wrap and you're done. Whereas these year contracts on six days. It's tiring. And I'm 31 now. At 23, I didn't mind the one day off. I didn't need sleep. And my my the things I wanted to cultivate in my life, like relationships with uh, closer relationships with my family or finding a partner and all of these other things and even just working on myself and the relationship I have with myself 
there ain't enough time to do that in one day, one day a week. That's four days a month. When you really deep it, that's four days a month to to to, to not be working. That's mad. So yeah. Uh, I do want to go into TV and film, not only because of the, the more the the more time it gives me as a, as a human being, uh, but also because the one thing about theater is I I want to share my gift with as many people as I can. I want to share my gift with the world, which is another reason why I've got Get the Belt podcast, because people can relate to it. I can make them laugh. I can help them learn something or, you know, um, spread a message on this week's episode I spoke about um uh prep awareness week and all of this that this part of me I can just put out there and anyone can have access to it whereas when I'm slaying the West End stage honey is only the however many seats in that auditorium and that's it and even then is it really accessible can everyone afford to go to the theater in this here cost of living no and are people even allowed to take videos and record it and share it no, am I? No. So sometimes it's like I've been doing all of these performances and I understand the impact it has on the audience that are there and are privileged to be there and I help them to escape from the problems that they have, but it's still limited the people that I can share that with. Whereas when you do TV, when you do film, it's out there for the world. So I feel like, uh, you know, if I'm really going to big up my chest, I feel like I am I am very, very talented. And I want to share that gift that I've got whilst I'm lucky enough to be alive and healthy with as many people as I can. And not just those that can afford 80 pound seats and happen to be in London when I'm performing. So, yeah. Uh this question, how stagey is Miles Hart on a scale of one to Elaine Page? Oh, I, I think, I think you followed me for a minute now. And I feel like you might know the answer, but I, I'm verse when it comes to being stagey. Because some days, they're rare. I've got to admit they are rare. Some days I will randomly start singing some next musical song and my friends will be like what the what the hell are you why are you singing that miles because i i don't know whether to say at heart i'm not stagey or whether to say at heart i'm stagey but on a day to day i'm not stagey but it seldom happens i would say uh, i'd say i'm not stagey but there are off times where i'll just start singing a little piece of fucking fiddler on the roof or start humming a little Lion King, singing up a little piece of Wicked randomly. But I am definitely not a state a stagey, stagey person. Like I know people in the industry or that I trained with um, that will go to the gym and literally listen to I don't know Mulan the musical or or the or, or the the Book of Mormon. You know, like. I'm listening to City Girls and Beyonce at the gym. But don't get it twisted. When the rap musical comes along, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing along and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to know the harmonies and the words and get my life. Um, stagey verse is the best term ever. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's accurate for me. When I bless you with a little piece of staginess, it, it resonates. 
uh, would you ever consider moving to the States for your career? Ooh, right. Yes. I would consider moving to my States, uh, to the States for my career. And I did so uh, um, uh, last year, December, I went to New York with my best friend, James, and I met some amazing people. I find myself in rooms full of such incredibly talented and so well-connected actors, set designers, uh, wardrobe people. It was it was mind-blowing. Um, I happened to meet an actor by the name um, of Dujan. What's his last name? Dujan. Not me forgetting his name, honey. What's his name? Dijon. Oh my god, I'm so bad. Anyway, he was in. <laughs> I feel awful. I might have to edit this out. But I met a, <laughs> um, a guy that was in Pose. Do you know the film? Not the film, but the um, the uh, series Pose. It was uh, one of the actors in that, and we ended up going back to one of his friends' house, and they we were sat in this room uh, with all these actors. And all these people in the industry, and they were talking about, oh, one of them was like, oh, yeah, I just did this film. We've just wrapped. It's about this Russian girl who swindles people out of money and da-da-da. And, yeah, I've got a scene on this and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then fast forward like a year, I'm watching um, something on Netflix. Oh, my God. Me and names. I forget. By the way, it's half past 12. Um, I'm watching this thing on Netflix. Um Oh my God, what is the Russian girl? She's blonde and she lied about everything and she kept on using people's Amexes. Ellen, baby girl. Um, anyway, she was talking about that. And I was like, I did a whole 360 and was like, oh my God, this is the thing that she was talking about. And it was incredible. So I feel like the, the mentality out there in the States is incredible. And I feel like every time I've connected with someone, um, they seem so eager to help and to to get involved. Um, and I don't feel like that happens so much here in the UK. Um, so I would go over. It would never be permanent because the States is far too fucked up for me with with, with, with the guns and shit that you guys have got over there and, and, and the the out the, the loud racism, like all of that is mad. It's, oh, yeah, it's not for me. However, it is cute. You've got some nice beaches. It is fun for a little bit. And the, the, the success that you can get over there. I was speaking with London Hughes at the Gay Times Awards. Um, she's a black British female comedian who was like, get to the States. They're not going to support you here. You're not going to get it here. Go over there. And that's what she's done. And she's now exploded. She's gone from doing what she was doing here to being, you know, on set with Kevin Hart Netflix special like all of the things and she just received so much support and we don't get that here so yes I would move to the states but it wouldn't be forever uh, this is the last question now because my throat is tired um, what are your top five favourite albums from this year <sighs> Renaissance can I say Renaissance 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 because re honestly if, if I right I've had Renaissance on repeat since it came out um, and I really can't tell you what other albums I've listened to. <laughs> and I know it doesn't help me be, you know, 
mindful of all what's out there and whatnot, but I like what I like. But I've listened to Renaissance over and over. Um, it was New York, by the way. Someone just asked what city. New York. I'd move to New York or L.A. Yeah. I maybe fly between the two whilst working, but yeah. Um, Renaissance. I actually can't think of anyone else's album. I'm so sorry. <gasps> but I'm really not sorry. I'm really actually not sorry. Right, guys, that is it for questions now. They were cute. I might do this again. Normally, I just read out the emails, but I felt like doing something different. And what a, like, nice mix. Like, we had, like, industry stuff and personal shit. Um, yeah, but that's it. So my voice is done now. So that is all for questions. Question. Uh, I just want to quickly say thank you to everyone that came into the live and to, especially to those that asked a question. If you want to ask a question um, and have it read out on here, please email contact at getthebeltpod.com. Uh, do let me know if you want to be anonymous or whatnot. Um, and look out on Get The Belt podcast Instagram. I might be going live on there sometimes because it's sometimes nice to actually answer those questions in real time uh with you guys like it's fun and it's it's a cool way for us to like interact with each other uh so yeah make sure you're following get the belt pod on instagram for those kind of updates so it is now time for your favorite part of the show it's time for get the belt so my belt this week and it's it, it was torn. It was torn. I didn't know whether to give it to the wayward white woman in Buckingham Palace that decided to do up racism to my good, good sis Ngozi, the head of the UK's number one charity and, you know, group that helps black women that have been subject to domestic violence. One of the leading charities in the UK um, she's the CEO, I think, of that charity and went on this visit to Buckingham Palace where one of the workers there, according to the Shade Borough, it was actually Prince William's godmother, not surprising, uh, who, when questioned this black woman upon entering the palace, decided to be like, oh, nice to meet you. Where are you from? And, you know, our go and goes, was like, oh, Hackney. She said, ah, ha, 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 nice, nice, but, like, where are you from, from, like, and apparently took her unseasoned hands to move Ngozi's hair, one of her locks, to look at a name badge. I was like, no, but where are, you, where are you from, from, like, where are your people from? Where are my people? What do you mean, my, my people? What do you mean, sis? What do you fucking mean, my people? As in people, like, people with dreadlocks, like, black people, like, what do you mean my people? Is my name Moses? Is my name, anyway. She was like, no, I'm, you know, born here. Um, I'm British, Hackney, that's where I'm from, sis. No, this this lady kept on pressuring. Oh, and I think, don't quote me verbatim, but she went on to say something along the lines of, oh, I can see I'm going to have a challenge in getting you to see where you're at, to say where you're actually from. She was like, I'm, I'm, I'm from here. My parents moved here in the 50s. And before Ngozi, and before good sis Ngozi could finish her sentence, 
our girls, ah, so you're Caribbean. She was like, well, no, I'm actually of Caribbean descent, African descent, and I'm British. I was born here, babes. Anyway, the rest of the um, the rest of the evening uh, and the conversation, according to Ngozi, was a bit of a blur, and she was left a bit traumatized for the rest of the evening. I think I would be too. Stepping up in that establishment after all the things that we've heard about, you know, with the scandals with Meghan Markle and all of the things that have been happening up in that palace. To step in there as as a black person already, I'm like, oof. Let's see how. Let's really see how this is going to go down. Because we've had the whole, we've had the the crown put out statements to say we're sorry about the racism and we're you know we're working on this and we're doing this this inquiry and we're doing that investigation. So to step up into that place, you already know, you already know something's going to be up. So our, this this one white woman decided to fast up herself and do where you from from where you from from not de- not deciding to believe uh, 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 Ngozi when she said for the first time I'm from here I'm from Hackney why do you want to believe her you still don't think black people can be born here Bruv, take the first fucking answer that 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 pressuring and that brutalization and that aggressive line of questioning that constant berating to to Ngozi came from a racist place because it was purely based on the fact that she was black. It's definitely not because of the clothes she was wearing. It's definitely not because she decided to get up and spray a good Tierra Mugler on before she went up and she smelt the, the alien scent and said, oh, oh, yeah, that nah, you must be from, you know, Ghana. You must be Nigerian. No, she was black and it was not satisfied with the answer that she got, the correct one, because she wanted to hear up. Oh, I'm from... I'm from a village in 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 Lagos. Yeah, is that what you really want to hear? You wanted to hear the Jungle Book, babes. But sometimes black people are just from Hackney, babes. Sometimes black people are just from Bristol, bruv. Do you get it? It's not every day we need to come from an island. We need to come from Africa. We need to come from Jamaica. We need to come from this country. That sometimes we're just from Britain, babes. Sometimes, and unfortunately, so at that. Because let me tell you. I would much rather be from Nigeria. I would much rather be from Spain. I'd much rather be from Jamaica. Being able to eat good, good food without facing prejudice and racism from from nursery, bruv. Without having to deal with questions like this. Do you know how many times I got that growing up and I actually never thought anything of it? To the point where I ended up in adopting that kind of line of questioning and being like, nah, but where are you from? Where are you from? from, from, from? Bruv, my friends were also just from Bristol like me. <laughs> but because I was around, you know, reductive, um, racist, perpetua- perpetuations, is that a word? Me, I don't know. I'm getting irate. Because I was around that and it was normalized to berate people into being like, what is your line of heritage? Instead of just accepting the fact that I'm from here. I, I it became normalized to me too. So yeah, even though I didn't actually say my belt was going to go to that white lady, it goes to that white lady for that line of question, for having the audacity to put your hair on a black woman's dreadlock. Like, what the? F- like, why are you touching another human being? Especially when you know the start of the conversation was so awful and just in poor taste like how are you going to be doing up that line of questioning and then think yes it's okay for me to handle this person's body again racism 
is given is giving oh this person has no autonomy over their body is given i have autonomy over you is given i'm entitled to not only not believe you but to actually drag up your hair and move you about the place where am i from where am i from you need to start asking not where i'm from but where i'm going to end up and <laughs> she's lucky this white woman is lucky that our good sis ngozi never ended up in the back of her neck Okay, so my belt goes to that white lady for just being an absolute prick, for, for just being rude, just for being rude and not polite. Like, how are you at your big age? Because I know you weren't no teenager. This was a grown woman that felt that she had the right to not only challenge, to not only challenge someone verbally, but to physically start removing pieces of hair to, so they could see what they wanted to see on that person. Ah, no, are you... Are you mad? Are you mad? You're putting your hands on me after you've now pressurised me and been like, where are, you, where are you from? Where are you from? And now you want to actually put your hands on my person in this here Buckingham Palace. Wow. Wow. And this is why this this is why these kind of you know investigations are being done or should be being done in Buckingham Palace because why do you have staff that think that that is appropriate and then you man want to say that the royal family are not racist because they said sorry or because they let X Y and Z happen because they did this tweet because they put this press statement out they have got people to this day to this day on payroll. In Buckingham Palace that think that they can put their hands on a black woman's person because they weren't satisfied and their, you know, their own rhetoric, their racist rhetoric of what another black person's story should be. They think that due to that, they can put their crusty, unmoisturized hands on a black body. You must be fucking mad. Oh. You must be fucking mad. Ah! Charlie. So my, my belt goes to that woman, that idiot woman. Good. And I heard that she resigned as well. She should have been fired for that. But again, it just speaks, again, it speaks volumes. The fact that she wasn't fired, but was able to, to you know, had the time to be like, actually, yeah. And the, not just the time, but the time and the grace to be like, actually, I'm going to resign from this position. Hmm. Because I know that if the roles were reversed and it was a black person up in that bitch, because let's not forget, let's not forget that it wasn't too long ago. It was only in the last 50 years that documents were released that the Queen had said there should be no Negroes working in this place. I don't want it. She said no. She signed. Yep. Yep. That's good. No Negroes here. Thanks. But all now you've got women that don't wash their legs touching black women saying no where you really really from where you where you from where your people from where your people from let me move that dreadlock wild wow 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 thoughts matting so my belt goes to you <sighs> thank you so much for listening oh i can't lie i was tired this episode guys and I'm sorry it came out a little piece late, but I had shit to do. I had shit to do. And this time I'm, I'm not even gonna like beat myself up over it. Like I used to back in the day when I was doing this podcast, um, 
really put myself under stress, like get sleepless nights and put myself under stress to make sure that it came out on the Wednesdays. But you know what? I'm still going to really try and work hard to, for that. And yeah, I'm still like sleepless nights. It's like it's past one in the morning. So I'm not saying, oh, if I'm tired at eight, I'm not going to work hard. But I'm definitely going to be more patient with myself and give myself grace because I know it's going to come out and I know it's going to be good. And I know you guys are going to enjoy it because the proof is in the pudding. This podcast is nominated for awards, honey. We've had all that life shows you enjoy. So, yeah, I'm not putting myself under that kind of pressure anymore. So, sorry, but not sorry. Better late than never. Um, yes, thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. Like I said before, if you've got any questions, do email in at contact at getthebeltpod.com. And it's not only about the questions that you may have, but I would also love to hear from you if there are people that you want to give melanin magnificence to, be it your friends, something that you've seen in, in somewhere, someone that you think deserves to be shouted out and deserves to be on this platform, please send them my way and explain to me and to us here uh, you know, in the kingdom of belts and the, the home of melanin magnificence here at the belt, why you think that person deserves melanin magnificence. Um, and if you want to give the belt to someone, hell, you've got a co-worker that put their hands on your dreadlock to to see your name or, or just someone that you just want to cuss the fuck out, let me know. No one can afford therapy. Let this be your therapy session. Get a paper, get a pen or your phone or your laptop and write in and let me know. And get it off your chest, girl, because we are in this together. See, I told you I can I can do up musical quotes. We're all in this together. Yes, God. Oh, I need to finish this honey lemon ginger tea because my throat, God. Oh, my God, my throat. Well, thank you again so much for listening. If you are listening to this on, uh, on your phone, on an app, uh, Please make sure to share to your stories, rate and review the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening to. It all helps, goes a long way. I have been Miles Hart. I hope you guys enjoyed, had a little laugh, had a little, I was going to say cry then, but I don't want you crying. Jesus, God, no, we don't want that, we don't want that. But if you need to cry also, same time, let it go. Ah, not be doing another musical reference. Jesus of Broadway, what is going on? Anyway, I'm Miles Hart. Thank you so much for listening. This is the home of Melanin Magnificence and the Kingdom of Belts. And I will see you next week on Get the Belt. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.